neighbors. No, he is. I'm just apprenticing. Get in the car. But I didn't do Get that. Get in the car. Are you telling us that you're going to arrest the guy for being a plumber? Get out of here. Get, Get in there, plumber. No. Hey, what is all this? Right, all right, what do we, what do, we do? I'm getting huh? arrested for being a plumber. Put his number down. Nobody gave a shit about reading David when we first came up. Anyone with half a brain, myself included, thought it was destined to fail spectacularly. But you got lucky. All you motherfuckers are gonna pay. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're, we're making a podcast. Please clap. Welcome back from outer space coming into your inner space. I am your Wild West space cowboy co-host, Griffin. I'm your co-host, Alex. Normal. And we are coming to you live with another powerful transmission. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You don't tell me about this stuff beforehand. Always caught off guard. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's, it's quick. It's improv. It's just there on the top of the brain box. And it comes out the mouth face. Gross. How you been, Alex? How you been, Alex? Good. Another week in the can. I don't know. Yeah, don't in know. the pokey. Is that jail? Uh... You said the can. Same thing. Oh. No, I think like in the can means like done. We call it the can. You always got to call it the can, Brendan. It's a toilet. <laughs> no, it's uh, Coach McGurk from Home Movies. Oh, right. You've been watching that. He's talking about his time in jail. <laughs> I don't have that memorized. I, I saw a little bit of it when it was on originally, but not, not a ton. It's pretty good. I went back and I watched a few episodes. Mm hmm. So what's new? Uh, I don't know. I watched I watched the Futurama episode. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it was. More to more of those. Yeah, it was. It was a nice, solid uh, episode. Felt like the old episodes. Super bitter about being canceled and brought back. I don't know. It didn't seem bitter. It just seemed like because they they do that like every every time they've been canceled. I think the first episode back is just kind of a big like bit of a thumb in the eye. Right. To Fox or whatever. Um, yeah, it was fun though. Um, I don't know. I think that was the only thing besides these movies that I watched. So, a lot going on. What about you? Uh, what do you got going on? Are you getting ready for your hot boy summer? Nope. But it's been summer for a while now, hasn't it? But school's going to be out soon, right? And you're free of your IT shackles for like six weeks? That is not true. No. I mean, we're in the summer term now. I still week. I still work. I don't even get like the week off between terms off. So. You don't even get your hot boy summer? I wish nope. you would not No, nope. No time to go down to the beach. <laughs> Why, man? You get to go down to the Just beach with your beach summer. ball under one arm and your... And your, uh, your 
surfboard under the other. Sure. Yep. Chopping up the waves. Yeah. They just go before work. Like, like Johnny Utah? Keanu Reeves. Yep. <laughs> All right. What have you been up to? Cool. Uh, writing and watching a lot of stuff. Um, Chuck went back and checked out Top Gun for the fi- first time in like 20 years. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, binged all of Twisted Metal. And I gotta say, pretty good, pretty good. Um, we might do an episode about that later, maybe. So I'm gonna speak a little less about that. Um, Futurama, thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, yeah, and then these two are subjects of this week. So, you know, that whole thing. Getting ready for The Witcher Part 2 to come out. Um, and then I've been reading up a little bit about Warhammer and nerd shit, because Cavill's doing that Warhammer movie or show. Oh, okay. So I figured I would check that out, but I want to know a little bit of what I'm watching. So I've done some Wikipedia reading, uh, reading and it is uh, it's a rabbit hole that I'm reluctant to go down. There's a lot going on. Um, there's uh, a lot. Some there's some channels on YouTube that'll just do like 40k lore. They'll just like pick a topic and talk about it for 20 minutes. I've, I've enjoyed a few. Of those. Right, but see, like Warhammer and Lord of the Rings are the two lore like rabbit holes that worry me to go down because they're so nuanced and there's so much and it's so dense and it's like I don't have the facility to... The, this is a part of no, nerd culture I don't want to immerse myself in. I think 40k is more like the Star Wars expanded universe. Like I don't know a ton about 40k, but it's, you know, lots and lots of different authors have all written stuff and contributed to it. I feel like Lord of the Rings right. would be a lot easier. There's only five books and then some letters. Yeah, um, but there's like deep lore, like deep, deep lore. But you can consume it all like the 40k i don't know the 40k thing there's like trillions of planets or something and well see this is why i call you alex bombadil factions alex bombadil because you're not like super yeah that character no because like you're like you know lord of the rings guy Mm. you're like tolkien expert not true I think we both know it is. Anyway. I think you're being honest. Yeah, uh, this is not a Lord of the Rings podcast. Uh, Alex, why don't you tell our audience, our hearers, uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, talking about the Bob Hoskins classic, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993, and then the Mario Brothers movie from 2023. Woohoo! Let's go! Alex, what's your cameos? <laughs> what's your experience with Mario? Like in general? Just uh, in general, yeah. I have been playing Mario games. They were on the NES, or I guess I the Game Boy, really. Um, yeah, I'm a big Mario fan. I like the games. Um. Cool dude. I'm not like a super fan. I haven't seen any of the 
I haven't seen any of like the Saturday morning cartoon they did, or I haven't played mm-hmm. all the games. I'm not particularly good at most of the games. Uh, sure, they're fun though. They're solid. I like. What I like what game would you say you have the most experience with? I think I probably played sixty four the most. Um, like when that came out, but I think I'm probably a lot worse at it now. Okay. And what's your experience with the Mario movies? Um, well, I hadn't seen the new one. That came out fairly recently. Uh, but the original one, I really like. Like, I know it's basically just taking the names of things and kind of not related at all, but I, I really <laughs> enjoy it. It's very fun. Do you? Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay. What about you? Um... You know, I'm pretty much the same mode as you. Uh, I played, like, Mario 1, 2, 3, Yoshi's Island, um, all on Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. Uh, never had a 64, so I never played uh, 64 Mario. But I had friends who had one, so I dabbled a little bit. Um, and then the movie came out, and I... Saw it. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I just bought it on VHS. And I remember watching that a few times throughout my childhood. And then I did watch the Super Mario Brothers Super TV show or whatever. With like the live action intro and the dance at the end. And then I never saw the new one that came until yesterday. What's the most recent Mario game that you've played? The most recent? Like the most recent to release. Uh, right. Um, the one that came out for the Wii U. Sunshine? Is that it? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe Galaxy. Whatever one came out. I think that Sunshine was like GameCube. I think Galaxy and Galaxy 2. I know Galaxy was on the Wii. It it was a side-scrolling platformer, but it had like... That sounds like no updated graphics, and you could play with up to like five people. Because oh, yeah. whoever had like the that is new yeah, Super whichever Mario. one that one was. New Super Mario Brothers U, I believe, is that one? Yeah, that that's the most recent installment in the series I've played. Okay, so you played with like the cat suit and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Was wondering if you if you had gotten to a point in Mario where the graphics sort of matched up with the more recent movie. Oh yeah. Plus, um, I I watched a bunch of uh, Mario Maker speedruns and stuff, mm-hmm. like seeing those the crazy like death maps and the stuff. So I'm familiar with like the graphics. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Um. So I mean, look, we can spend we can do like two entire other episodes talking about the Mario franchise, right? Like it's a long-spanning game. Everyone knows Yoshi, Mario, Bowser, uh, Luigi. I think more. I think more people have played like uh, Mario Kart and like Rainbow Road and Mario Party. There's like nine of them now or ten. Like we can't get in the weeds of like Mario the franchise because that's way too deep, right? We have to just talk about 1993. Super Mario Brothers, the film, 
um, universally kind of hated. Like, people hate this fucking movie. It's bad. You came out as surprised me and said you liked it. Um, Is it universally hated? I know it's like a wild movie that has not a lot to do with the Mario games, but it's pretty It's fun. just pan. Like, so, okay, the box office budget, or the budget for that Mario movie, which came out in 1993, starring Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, uh, Samantha Mathis, Fisher Stevens, Fiona Shaw, and Richard Edson. Uh, it came out May 28th, 1993. And the budget runs between 42 to 48 million. Yeah, that's a good scene. The box office take, uh-huh. 38 million. Okay. Well. So, didn't quite make its money back. Now, what is the loose, pl- like, in general, what is the plot of Mario? The Mario Brothers, Mario Mario, played by Bob Hoskins, and Luigi Mario, played by John Leguizamo, are down on their luck plumbers in Manhattan. Um, kind of scrambling to get by. And uh, one day they come across this gal, Daisy, who is heading a, like, arche- not archaeological, paleon- eh, paleontologist, the paleontologist for New York University. They're digging up at this site that uh, some very Italian-coded uh, industrial magnate slash mob boss sleazeball wants to be building on. Scapelli. Um, Yes, Capelli. Um, and then also there's like this back thing about how women keep on disappearing in Manhattan. Uh, but that's just Manhattan. Daisy, and, like... Daisy and Luigi hit it off for some reason. Uh, <laughs> and then Daisy gets kidnapped by these two weirdos and she gets taken back to Dino Hatton. Oh, also, like before the movie starts, they the way they explain this is there's like a not even a flashback, but so there were dinosaurs 65 million years ago or whatever. A meteor hit, but in this world, what the meteor did was sort of cleave two universes or like two dimensions. And one of them, the dinosaurs stayed, and in the other ones, they didn't. And in the dinosaur universe, the dinosaurs continued to evolve into what looked like humans. And in the other one, monkeys evolved into what looked like humans. And ours is the monkey universe, and these guys, the kidnapper came from Dino Hatton, and they take her back. Mario and Luigi chase her into Dino Hatton. Um, and then we see a bunch of stuff that has the names of various stuff from Mario, but really kind of has very little resemblance to most of that. There's like some things that are kind of close, but a lot of them aren't. Um, then there's like some weird sort of like dystopian sci-fi adventure stuff that happens for a while while they try and rescue Daisy. And Dennis Hopper is playing King Koopa. It's just fun, I think. Um, and then, I don't know, they end up rescuing... Daisy finds out she's a princess. Uh, the Princess Daisy. Princess Daisy from the Game Boy games. Or from one Game Boy game and then disappeared. Uh, and her dad had been turned into like mushroom goop by King Koopa at some point. He's, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in there. Um, but King Koopa wants to. Daisy has this magic, like the special rock that was part of the meteor that hit 
Uh, and King Kubo wants that rock back. And because if you take that rock and put it back into the meteor, it's going to like remerge the two dimensions. And then King Koopa will, wants to take over the ape world. Um, and they're kind of trying to thwart that. And I don't know, it's kind of a fever dream. But they, you know, they, they end up prevailing. Is that <laughs> mostly it, right? Yeah, you got it. So, if whoever played the Mario game, where it's Mario and Luigi have to go save the Princess Peach from Bowser, and she is in another castle, and you have to go to eight worlds, and it's a platforming thing, they took that concept and threw it out of the window for the movie. Well, that'd be a weird... Like, they didn't do that in the <sighs> new one, either. I don't think that would... I mean, <clears throat> they do still have King Koopa stealing a princess. It's, it's, he's not Koopa. He is. He's Dennis Hopper. Uh, I King mean, Koopa. If yeah, again, like, they say they call things things, but they're not really those things. Like that's not Yoshi, right? Iggy and Spike aren't really Iggy and Spike. Dinosaur. The Goombas are definitely not fucking Goombas. I mean, if you're like, not going to engage at all, then there's not a lot to talk about. If you feel like you didn't actually I mean, watch I'm, a movie, you just watched a pe- bunch of people pretending to—that's what movies are. It's actors pretending to be characters. <laughs> but it's a bad representation. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a lower accurate version of Mario. I said up front, it bears almost no resemblance, but there's so they do, they do at least get some major strokes right. King Koopa stealing a princess, what, pretty on brand. What about this? What about this was like? Because I hadn't seen this movie in fuck twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, going back, I watched it and I I didn't know. I don't know. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was so just confusing as like, why? Like, don't name this Mario. Like, name it anything else. Don't try to put a Mario thing to this. Um, I think it's part of the I don't charm. know. It was... I think it's back when Nintendo was still doing like really weird shit. Uh, and now they're a much more buttoned up brand. They don't let anyone touch their shit anymore. So. so Okay, you have fun. You had fun with this, so continue to have fun with it. There yeah, are some. I was like, I hope it's as good as I remember, and I was like, Yep, it is. It was great. Like there are some hype. Like I enjoy Bob Hoskins. I enjoy seeing yeah, him in anything. I enjoy John Leguizamo. Also very good. Yep. Them in Manhattan. Like I wish it would just have been like a comedy about two plumbers in Manhattan. That would have been way more fun. Um. Dennis Hopper must have really needed the work. Um, I'll I'm, say that. I'm not cause... sure how he got in there. I'm glad he's there because I think it also makes <laughs> it very funny uh, that Dennis Hopper is there shouting about plumbers. Like Dennis Hopper going, plumber alert, plumber alert. It really cracks me up. And I love just how how big of a point the plumber part is Like in this movie. They're like, sure. That's their defining characteristic. Is there just and I so like with with Mario right him being a plumber at least in the early nineties was like his whole deal it was a really big part of his character and that's kind of fallen by the wayside since he's been like flying through space and driving go karts with monsters uh, on different planets sure. and stuff. I always think it's funny to go back and be like, oh yeah, these brothers are just two dudes from real life Manhattan 
This is very funny right. to think about. They did that a little bit in the newer one too, which I appreciated. So let Alex, let me take you back. Let me regress you, if you will. Close your eyes. Oh, lay no. down on the couch. I feel uncomfortable. Imagine I'm seated and upright with my eyes open. No, no, no. Close your eyes. Lay down. Pretend it's May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. You're a young boy again. Mario the movie has just come out. As a child, how do you feel? I don't know if I saw this in theaters. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember much from. I would have been like six when this came out, so I. I have no idea. Um, man, like, so there are some moments from this movie that live rent-free in my head. Uh, throughout the years, I constantly find myself going back to two quotes from this movie. And the first one is, you, you know, name, Mario, last name, Mario, what, Mario, Mario? Yeah, who are you? Luigi, what, Luigi, Luigi? Nah, Luigi, Mario. Yeah. That... Great classic. run of dialogue that lives rent free in my head. Uh, and the other one is earlier in the movie when he goes, uh, anything's possible, Mario. You just got to believe. And Mario's, yeah, I do believe. I believe the rent's three months overdue. Yeah, that was good. I like the, uh, the, Luigi, Luigi the, being like, the, there used to be dinosaurs here. And he goes, there used to be Dodgers here, too. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. The, they, it, some of the lines, some of the interactions are great. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo interacting together are fucking fantastic. It's such a good team up. Apparently they had a bad but, time on set. I think Bob Hoskins was well, in the throes of alcoholism right here. And he broke yeah, his he, he, at one point. He did, uh, slamming it in a van, like yeah, in the van door. The van door, yep. Yeah, it's, uh, Bob Hoskins was hitting the sauce a little. I love um, Bob Hoskins. You know, re- Rest, rest in power, though. Who framed um, rabbit hook? I think Time Bandits too. He's great. Um. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's such a weird like. This is one of those movies that you watch, and it's definitely for children. Like this is definitely a kids movie, as much as like the first Power Rangers movie was for kids. This is when like oh this is a this is a kids movie yeah. I think it's kind of a yeah. weird movie. I don't know if it's like for kids. I'm not sure if me seeing this like I don't know if when I was six and I saw this if I would have been like stoked. It's not like super pleasant to look at. Um, <laughs> most of the time, I. Uh, it reminds me a lot of sort of the Total Recall universe, or like when they get to Dino Haddon, it's such like a sci-fi dystopia in kind of a, a way that I Yeah, really the enjoy. 90s was big on that. <laughs> yeah, well, in a way that I really enjoy. That's part of why I like it, too. Like, why are all these fucking, all these crazy cars with like the uh, bumper car, like electrical hookups on them all over the place? Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, I, I tried to think about how they, like, the the logic behind this. And my best guess is you had actors, or you had writers and producers and directors sit down and they went around a round table and they're like, how do we turn this game into a movie? 
I don't think that. Like, what do we? How, how do we do this? Like, how do we make this a realistic thing? And they tried to make it as realistic as possible. I don't think that's what happened at all. <laughs> really? Like, they tried to add a whole thing of like the dinosaurs evolved alongside humans, just in a different dimension. And there's a way we can merge the dimensions back together, and that explains why Mario is running around with dinosaurs. And like they try to explain, uh, like the jumping in the the uh, the boots, the gravity boots or whatever, the stompers. Um, yeah, well, I really, I, I think this was a bunch of people sitting down trying to be like, how do we turn this game into a realistic version that's a that can be told into a movie? Like, how do we make a video game into a movie like this? I don't I specifically think, Mario. I think they sat down and were like, Mario, super hot. We have the rights to a lot of these names. Let's slap them on some some wild stuff. You said like make it realistic. They go to an alternate dimension where dinosaurs evolved into people, and they're using rocket boots to jump around. Like that's not rocket boots is not the grounded explanation for why Mario's good at jumping. I don't think. Right, but how do you explain the double jumping? Like they're because they're really trying to like it can't be too far away. Right, it has to be like Mario for Mario. That's why Mario I and Luigi get into their plumber's think, colors halfway through the film. I think it's just like a fun throwback kind of thing, or like a fun nod. But like, I don't think, I don't think the goal of this was to be like, let's really explain the lore in a grounded way that these kids will get. Because everyone's been wondering, like people like Mario, but everyone's like, why is he hanging out with all these turtles? That's weird. Yeah, but I don't. That's, that's, pretty, that's my person. I don't Precisely think that's my what point. was going on. <laughs> See, I do. Movies in the like, especially video the, game like, video game movies in the nineties were not about they at no point were they about being faithful like interpretations of the games they were you know based Mortal Kombat like, was. Okay. I mean the The original Street Fighter? The original Street Fighter I mean barely. There's a tournament. The fighting games are the fighting games are basically just a movie concept taken into it, right? There's a fighting tournament. That's very easy. Were there any... I'm trying to think of any other video game movies from the time. Like, from the early 90s. <coughs> sure I think some, maybe I that it's was... It's, like, late 90s, yeah. early 2000s, by the time, like, Resident Evil is happening. Or... Right. Um, House of the Dead. I don't know. So, what... What made you enjoy this movie so much? Because I was honestly God. like, like I, Alicia had never seen it. And I told her, I'm like, it's bad. And she was like, yeah, but we've seen bad movies. I'm like, no, 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 it's bad. Like, you don't, like, you, you, it's bad. Prepare yourself. And as she's watching it, she's like, this is bad. Like, just really, I'm like, I told you, I tried to tell you it's bad. But you kind of caught me by surprise here. You're like super into it. You're all there for it. What about it? makes it why is it so such a home run for you i just find the whole thing very charming and weird uh i like the manhattan parts a lot when they get into dino hatton i also enjoy that a lot because it's such a like it's i really like early or like mid 90s sci-fi stuff and this feels like the setting feels a lot like total recall or like judge dread or other I can't think of a third example. A third example. Um, so I just like like that setting a lot. I think that Dennis Hopper is like 
super campy and weird. It's fantastic that he's there. I don't think it's like a good like piece of cinema. I just like I have a fun time watching it. Uh there are points where I'm like, this is unpleasant. Like watching Daisy like interact with and pet Yoshi. Yoshi still skeeves me out a little bit. Um Why? Just because you go from, like, the cuddliest creature ever to, like, a worse version of the raptors from Jurassic Park. Also, like, Jurassic Park was around. So looking at, you know, like, dinosaur puppets, you're just kind of like, mm, all right. Um, yeah. yeah, Jurassic Park came out June. June of 93. So... Oh, okay. So, well, you know, they were in production at the same time. I guess... Maybe their dinosaurs weren't as good because the ILM people were taken up by Jurassic Park. <laughs> right. By, yeah, not, by that's Spielberg. Not, that's and, not you their know. fault. You know? It's not their fault. I will say that. It is not their fault. Um, so, Luigi and Mario are brothers. The plumbers. The plumber brothers. Plumber brothers. And they're hanging out in uh, Brooklyn doing their thing. And... They're kind of out of luck, kind of out of work. Times are tough. The dollar's down. The communists are right knocking on America's door, you know, and it's just kind of a hard time for everybody. Uh, there's a crime epidemic in New York that the turtles are trying to combat, but Mario and Luigi are just stuck in the middle of it. Luigi is obsessed with those campy TV shows, uh, Mysteries of the Other Side. He's probably into Ripley's Believe It or Not, Fact or Fiction, um, he seems like someone the Warrens could get money out of. Mario is a little more skeptical. He's the older brother. He's got a little more grit and gristle under his belt. And he, uh, you know, he, he's, he's concerned. He's a working man. He's an honest job, but, you know, just can't get that, you know, there's one job to put him on easy street for that day at least. And, uh, inter. A young, fetching female who catches the younger Mario's eye. And there is uh, a moment of equal awkwardness where Daisy and Luigi kind of don't know how to interact with each other. They're kind of like little kids. And Mario's like helping Luigi get a date. Um, very cute, brotherly. The interactions that happen in Manhattan with Mario and Luigi, Daniela and Daisy are great. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more of that as opposed to Dino you, Hatton and you all just that. I want to watch a rom com that takes place in New York with those with those with those characters, like okay. specifically those characters. Okay. Um. So uh, at this love. time, like Alex said. <laughs> as alex said there's a uh missing girls from brooklyn and it turns out that the missing girls are actually the um victims of the uh less than competent cousins of koopa iggy and spike and iggy and spike have basically been tasked with kidnapping the princess back into their world so that Koopa can merge the worlds together and he can take over the uh, our world because we have resources here. We have food, we have water, yeah. uh, and so the dino their Hatton. world they have a whole is... Earth, but they only have Dino Haddon, and then everything else is desert on the planet. Y yeah, yeah. So 
It starts, oh yeah, also, like, it starts off with this woman leaving, like, a silver egg carrier at an orphanage, and it's a giant it's egg a, that hatches into a baby. Yeah, that's at a church. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's how uh, the dinosaurs that evolved into humans have babies. They call the eggs babies. Yeah, they're babies. So, uh, Daisy is born from an egg. And she's hanging out. Um, she is an archaeologist or a paleontologist. And they, while the mafioso Italian construction company, who also has a rival plumbing business, um, while they are blasting for a job site, they uncover all these dinosaur bones. And now Daisy and her team are like excavating and they're archaeologizing and they're paleontologizing and they're, you know, just looking at the specimens and it's this whole thing. And they're getting kind of hassled from the Teamsters to clear the site, yada, 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 real good breasts. Um, at this point, the Scapellis flood the site, and this is after the date between all four of the the Mario, the brothers Mario and Daniela and Daisy. This is after the date has gone phenomenally well, uh, as well as well can go. I think uh, there might be coffee after, um, you know, maybe a John Cusack radio in the rain moment. Who knows? Who can say what love can bring? Um, yeah, so at some point, like, Daisy takes Luigi to the site, and we see these fossils, but she's like, you see the opposable thumbs? It's almost like they were monsters trying to be men. And uh, bah, 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 there is, like, a leak that springs because the Scapellis are sabotaging the site, and at which point uh, Spike and Iggy have kidnapped Mario's girlfriend, Daniela, because they're not the brightest crayons in the drawer drawer. And, uh... You know, then they double back and they kidnap Daisy and then Mario and Luigi follow into Dino Hatton. Huh? Yeah, you forgot that there's a there's a really tense scene where Mario and Luigi do some plumbing though. Or something that is meant to be plumbing. What do you think about the plumbing in this? I think it's funny that it's in there. It cracks me up. <laughs> um I love that. Bob Hoskins is like asking for all these different tools, but he's clearly just like covering one bolt with his hands and then kind of putting the tool under his hand so it looks like it's doing something, but it's not. Sure. It was very fun. It was very funny. Do you have any plumbing experience? I mean, not more than like, not more than you do as just like someone existing in a house with indoor plumbing, you know, like fixed mm -hmm. drains and stuff for change. Right things i used the plumber's tape i guess i don't know sure yeah i, I, don't, I don't have much experience either i, I was kind of hoping you give some insight into that scene because i that feel like there's some they, real meat there they never but... at any point i don't know at no point do they try and like find a shut off for the water they just kind of keep going <laughs> feels like that would have been the first thing to do but no they just I don't know. Keep on tightening that that bolt. You gotta tighten it. You gotta make sure it's tight. I'm not sure um, how real of a plumber they... I don't know if those guys have been <laughs> plumbing. I don't know if they apprenticed before this. I mean, according to Mario, uh, it's father and grandfather passed down knowledge. Mm. 
after. Okay. Because Luigi's like, how do you know so much about plumbing, Mario? And he's like, I learned it from Papa. Who learned it from Grandpapa? I'd like to see Mario um, Sr. <laughs> the judges. Well, in the new one, we do see Mario Sr. We see the whole Mario family. Yeah. Oh, that was um, odd. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you said you really like Dino Hatton, like when they get in there. And when they get into Dino Hatton, things take a real... Yeah, it's like Judge Dredd. It's like dystopian total recall cyberpunk it's like authoritarian demolition man yeah demolition like when they're in the slums um yeah things are yeah it's uh there's lots of people there's futuristic kind of like hacked together cars there's also uh, a man named toad yeah singing his political songs speaking truth to power and then getting beaten up by the fascist (laughs) cops by the fascist cops. The singing Willie Nelson. Anti, for singing anti-Koopa music. Um, yeah, they, like, they do have a lot of things named, things from Mario, but that's where, like, the association ends. Like, they, like that, oh, Toad, his name's Toad, that's Toad, but, it, it, okay, I guess. Like, sure, it's Toad, I guess. Um, yeah. The Goombas are there, but the Goombas are like big lizards. I remember, yeah, I've never felt super great about the Goombas. Or just their... Those ones are like so wildly different than, <laughs> than what they look Cause like. Because the Goombas are supposed to be the little mushrooms. They're not... I don't know if they're mushrooms. They're like little brown guys. But they're like the height of yeah, mushrooms. Yeah, they're like... I don't, right, I don't the turtles are Koopa Troopers. Well, yeah, I mean, so like all the lizardy stuff—that's like all Clan Koopa, including like Kamek and stuff—is in there too. Um, the Goombas were like a separate thing, but in this one, the Goombas are—they will just take these humans that have evolved from lizards. Um, they stick them in this King Koopa has this whole. There's this whole thing where he's like got this this machine that can either reverse or accelerate like the speed of evolution so he will throw dissidents into this machine it just acts on their head they get shot up into there and then he'll revert their evolution and they come out with like some variation of a lizard head and they're a little well a lot dumber and more obedient and they really enjoy dancing to waltz music and toad gets a harmonica yeah yep that's how we can kind of recognize Toad through the whole time. Yep. I don't know, man. I just didn't have... There were some parts where I'm like, yeah, this is just dumb fun. Like, this movie is just all dumb fun. The synchronized dance routine at the club. Um, the Like, the Roxy music cover and then do the dinosaur uh... Yeah, I don't know. I like I went into it knowing <sighs> that this is not like not a portrayal of it's not like an accurate portrayal of Mario stuff. It's just a thing I remember enjoying and still have a fun time because I'm not super concerned with lore accurate 
portrayals of the guy who I just think just it's jumps I, from I, left to right. I just think it's weird that they would. I don't know. It's an odd take for me. The bomb made it in there. It's way tinier. Instead of way <laughs> it did. And everyone is terrified to death of it. Yeah, I love that they did that at first. Like, but then I feel like the explosion doesn't really sell it. <laughs> no, I thought it was gonna be like a fucking nuke going off the first time. Um, it's still a pretty now, decent explosion. Did you notice but... the? Sorry. Did what? you notice the cameo in the Mario movie? I don't know. You have to be. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, where was she? She's in one of the cages as the Mario brothers are making their escape, and oh, she's like cheering them. for them. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. I wonder how she ended up there. There's a neat story behind that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I mean, it's not a really compelling movie. It's definitely for kids. I would say if you really just want background noise while you do something, stick it on. Um, the graphics, honestly, kind of hold up. Um, not, I mistakenly said like CGI budget earlier. There's not CGI in this really, except for like one or two things, like jumping right. through that wall that like the dimensions share or whatever. But so it's all practical. Other than that, um, the de-evolution of so at some point, uh, Koopa and Lena find a way to get the rock in, and the worlds merge. They start, to and merge, we yeah. see the twin towers kind of destroy a little bit and that man did they get that scarily correct i guess i don't know i mean that's a pretty common thing in movies in new york before 9-11 yeah yeah big iconic buildings yeah man destroyed don't forget building seven capella gets shot with that de-evolution gun and turned into a little monkey very fun which koopa thinks is hilarious yeah, and the crowd of regular people watching this unfold are super. Think it's hilarious it. too. Yeah, yeah. no one responds <laughs> like, more. They're in New York. They're in Manhattan, and maybe this is them being jaded New Yorkers. But like, they've just seen the Twin Towers destroy, morph into Koopa Tower. Uh, they've just seen like Koopa, Mario, Luigi. And then Koopa has like a little platoon of Goombas with him, and there's a news crew and shit, and no one is panicking about the fact that these things just materialize, or that there are these like six foot, seven foot lizards holding yeah. oh. some form of weapon. It's and a very, then it's they a very see silly movie. Then they see one of these talking like a, ta- a man with one of the said guns turn a man into a monkey, and then they all just vanish back through the ether. Yeah. Well, in New York. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you gotta get out of this fucking maybe city. Men, maybe the men in black show up right after that. Or maybe they're just used to the turtles, right? Like, you gotta think, like, the turtles are prowling around this whole time, too, so they're like, ah, it's just something that, yeah, you know, the Ninja of, Turtles are taking care of. happening in Manhattan. Oh, God. I love when they... When they first show up in Dino Hatton and they think they're in the Bronx or something, right? Is that what they say? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't been this far. Ain't been in the Bronx in a while. Yeah. Yeah. That cracked me up. Must too. have been a rough three weeks. Uh, oh, no wonder they tell you to not come up here. Shade against the Bronx. Um, 
there's some like dance scenes and some de-evolution. And at some point, uh, there's all this fungus growing around Dino Hatton that's like choking the city. And that is actually the old king who has been de-evolved into fungus. And now there's a fungus among us. And, uh, you know, he's helping out the brothers Mario when he can. Also, Luigi is like psychic, kind of. He's got some sort of... Kind of. Yeah. He, he communes with the fungi. Not even just that, though. But like when he, he's like, there's something guiding him. Like when they're trying to chase Peach that first time. And uh, they kind of hit what they think is a dead end. And then Luigi's like, wait, I feel it. I can feel it. I just know this is what I got to do. And then he jumps and he jumps through a wall that he didn't know wasn't solid. Sure. He does that. Yeah. Um, there's one or two other things where he it just has some sort of like divine inspiration guides him. Maybe it's just the, you know, the luck of the dumb or like youthful enthusiasm getting lucky, you know? Maybe, maybe he lacks maybe. The, like, cause, he cause he's a little more free, like spirited, but Mario is a little more reserved, but maybe it's Luigi's free spiritedness that allows him to take these risks that otherwise pay off. Whereas Mario would. I mean, it does seem like he, even when he's driving, he says he take shortcuts based on like I don't know he doesn't quite call it like a gut feeling but the same the same like instinct he just like yeah he got a feeling knows stuff that he he's got a sixth sense he's got some sort of ESP well, I mean look at sea turtles I, what right look at sea turtles like as an aside oh how they navigate for well, thousands of miles and stuff is that the yeah, movie yeah. okay yeah because then Mario's like, how do we get on to sea turtles? Same. Mario. Yeah. Same. Um, the dance scenes are weird. The music is weird. I really like that Roxy Music song, but I like it done by Roxy Music. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, I'd have to give Mario 93, like, I don't know, two toads, like two toadstools out of 10, maybe three. Okay. All right. Well. Because um, it, it's, I don't know who the movie is made for. Me. I don't know why you make a movie, it's specifically you. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, think man. I'm like, the only it's person just out there that appreciates this movie. Uh, I mean, it is a cult classic, but it has appeared on multiple lists for one of the worst films ever. All right, well, like multiple, uh, multiple polls, lists, box office records. Like, it's just you know. Wah, 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 wah. It's up there with, like, Batman and Robin. I also have a fun time watching that. Or Battlefield Earth, which I know you love. Maybe no, you have I, a thing for, like... I don't love Battlefield Earth. I actually couldn't finish that. That movie is very confusing. Mm, like, it's, okay, well, it's edited in a way did you like that makes it aggressively hard to follow what's happening. Did you like Troll 2? I haven't seen any of the Troll movies. Okay. Did you like Biodome? I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. I don't remember. Probably Maybe, not a big. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. 
I'm gonna have to plumb this later. I think you might enjoy bad movies. I've never like made like I, bones about that. I I have some there's some movies that I know that most people don't like that I have a good time watching. That's yeah. Yeah, you take in, like, the sickly rabies puppy. Because you're like, well, no one else is gonna. And then, you know, you, like, give it a home, and you rehabilitate it a little bit, and then you set it off in the loose to bite other people. It's not like a sympathy thing. I just think they're amusing to watch. (laughs) You're like a humanitarian to cinema. Okay. Um, So, 93, and, like... You know, the, the bad guy gets thwarted, um, and they revert the king back, and Daisy stays behind. And uh, Mario, the Mario, the brothers Mario move on to, you know, and then they go back in their thing, and then the thing happens, and yada, yada, yada. Real nice for saving Manhattan. They're getting all kinds of plumbing work. Their apartment's cleaner. Yep. And it seems like they're living with... Daniela, like she has moved in, or maybe I don't know. It wasn't totally clear there. Maybe she already was too. It seems like her and Bob Hoskins have been together for a while. They got a solid thing going. Yeah, yeah but Bob Hoskins her. drops her off at her apartment. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe they and were she gets over there. Kidnapped by... Were they over? Maybe they were. I think they were all over there to watch the segment on the Strange Universe thing or whatever. Maybe or. What was it like? 10 maybe. Years later? How many years later was it? Uh, maybe they do live three weeks. And... Okay, yeah. Probably <laughs> hasn't got. Probably weeks. hasn't gotten a whole new place yet. I think they were just over there to watch the segment. Maybe. Sure. And then. Uh... Um. And then Pete or Daisy so... shows up. More action. Time to go, Mario. She does. Got roll. She does. Um. So. Nintendo had no creative interest, uh, had no interest in creative control, and believed that the Mario brand was strong enough to allow an experiment with an outside industry. Uh, I think they looked at the movie as some sort of strange creature that was kind of rather intriguing to see if it could walk or not. Who was saying? The that? next question. No, uh, Roland Hoffy Hoffrey. He is a British director of film and production. Okay, but not on this movie. Just some guy. Yes. He met with Nintendo of America, and um, he uh, what he produced this movie. So this is what he was saying about it. Um, he wondered, how do we catch this wonderful mixture of images and inputs and strangeness? The first screenplay was written by Oscar-winning writer uh, Barry, uh, Barry Marrow, who wrote Rain Man. His story followed brothers Mario and Luigi on an existential road trip so similar to Mario's prior Rain Man that the production-titled script was called Drain Man. Morrow described his screenplay as a study in contrast, like Laurel and Hardy or Abbott and Costello, that would have an odyssey and a quest like the game itself. Uh, Co-producer Fred Caruso later said that Morrow's story was more serious drama as opposed to a fun comedy. Screenwriters Jim Joellen and Thomas Parker were brought uh, on next to write the more traditional adaptation. So right away we knew we... Uh, that the best way to do about this was essentially have a journey into a world not unlike the Wizard of Oz, 
His and Parker's take on the story was to subvert and satirize fairy tale cliches and focus on the relationship between Mario and Luigi. Janwellen said, essentially what we did was what Shrek did and what we knew the story had to do in order to make something like this work. It was going to be an emotional through line about the brothers. Uh, the next, love each other. it led to the dismissal of the nervous producers. Then the job was offered to Harold Ramis for the director position, but he was a fan of the video game and Ramis declined the opportunity, which he said he was glad about later. He said it was his smartest career decision. Um, from then on, uh, we tried some various avenues that didn't work, and we came up too medieval or something that wasn't right. I felt the project was taking a wrong turn, and that's when I began thinking of Max Headroom. Uh, Ronald Hoffe traveled to Rome to meet with creators Rocky Morton, and... Annabelle Jan uh, Jankel and Morton said, we came from the Tim Burton School of Filmmaking because our background is animation and comic books. So as you can see, this thing went through multiple what variants you, and variations. What did you just read all of that off of? You should probably cite it or something. Right. Oh, uh, these are just various um, interviews at the time that were given out from. Uh, this one came from... Jim Joellen and Tom S. Parker as they were being interviewed in a press release like 10 years for the 10th anniversary release of uh, the Mario movie. Um, so, yeah, and like the, it goes on to talk about more yeah. um, of how this race. thing was... <laughs> it talks about how this thing was uh, blended and merged with different ideas and different people getting in. So it kind of came out in the weird space that it now occupies. Uh, Mario, huh? And now, um, so you liked it. You, you like, you had a good time with it all around. You think it's good. Like you had a fun time watching no, it. I didn't say I think it's good. I said I had fun watching it. It was very different. Really not the same thing. How so? If you had fun watching it, that means you got enjoyment out of it. If you got enjoyment out of it, that means that on some level it had to be entertaining enough for you to like. You wouldn't if it was bad. You wouldn't get enjoyment out of bad things. That's right? not true. I I really enjoy it. so bad. It's good. It's like a whole thing that people like. Like I said, I don't think this is the movie is like confusing and weird, but very surreal at times. I enjoy all that stuff. I don't think it's like. A good movie. I wouldn't be like, oh, look at the, look at the pathos that Bob Hoskins captured here. <laughs> Stuff like okay. that. No, it's a fun. It's a fun movie right. that I like watching, but I don't think it's like good. I don't know. All right, so uh, so bad it's good, right? I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know. It's just like it's just weird and. I don't, it's so strange. All right, <laughs> weird, but you get enjoyment out of it. It's yeah. I'm like I'm happy it exists. Okay. It's like such a strange little movie that's got all these things that I do really enjoy in it, um, and just like this weird ass soup with mushrooms everywhere. Okay, or with goopy fungus everywhere. I guess. <laughs> now uh, let's jump to April fifth, twenty twenty three, when we talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Star studded cast. Yeah. Um, Alex, do you know how much the budget was? I don't know, like $400 million or something, probably. 
A hundred million. Oh, okay. Oh. You know how much the box office is? Was that like four hundred million? One point thirty. Uh, one point three billion. Ugh, that's disappointing. Okay. It is the fifteenth highest-grossing film of all time. Wow. Um, now off the bat, we got Chris Pratt, we got Anya Taylor-Joy, we got Charlie Day, we got Jack Black, we got Keegan-Michael Key, we got Seth Rogen, we got Fred Armisen, we got a full star-studded cast, but you have a problem, right? Um, I don't know about a problem. I just, I said this once or twice before, but I don't like this trend of, uh, like phasing out the concept of voice actors entirely. So for just like for anim- mainstream. Well, for, I don't know, for a lot, for, for a number of things. Like, I feel like it's a little different when you're talking about like comedy actors doing like comedy cartoon shows, but it's like we're like animated movies where everyone is voiced by like, yeah, like big triple a actors. I don't know. Sure. Especially, some of them are not as bad as others. Like I appreciated that Chris Pratt and Charlie Day at least like attempted to do voices, but like Seth Rogen is just Donkey Kong is just Seth Rogen. Like that's right. Like so that those ones I don't appreciate so much. Um, well, so let's go through it. Chris Pratt is Mario. Yeah. They, How did you think his job was? I thought it was like. I, how do you think the Mario character? I thought, his, I thought his Mario voice was pretty, pretty decent. Actually, I, I didn't. None of these really like outside of just sort of the general concept of. I would prefer that you know, like voice acting, like talented voice actors were being paid to do this stuff and not Chris Pratt. Um, like that gripe aside, I thought they like Chris Pratt does a pretty decent Mario voice. I think I like Charlie Day sounded pretty good too. I think. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with you though. Yeah, yeah, no, they were. I was because I was. At first, I thought I was like, if this is just sounds like Chris Pratt, uh, we're gonna have a problem. Um, I mean, but he does a little voice, like a hundred and like, or not a hundred, uh, one point three billion dollars, man. Let's get some voice actors. Let's get some like tried and true, like long-standing voice actors in there. No offense to Chris Pratt, Joy, Day, Key. No offense to those guys. No offense to their talent. But I I would like to see some other names and some other faces getting some recognition. Yeah. I mean, not the faces specifically because it's animated and you don't see the faces. But, yeah. Well, they still have to do press runs, right? They still have to go out there and they still have to do interviews. (laughs) You know, they're going to show up on the red carpet and shit like that. Yeah, but I was thinking during this, it was like, outside of a few, like, I think outside of, like, the very cameo-y cameo stuff um, in Into the Spider-Verse, I was like, aside from John Mulaney and Nicolas Cage, I don't think I know the names of any of the voice actors. Um, and all those voices were fantastic and continue to be in the sequel, too. So, like, it's definitely a thing that can happen and be well-received. I just wish more animated things would do that. Now, I will say, I had a blast watching this Mario movie. Oh. Eh. First off, it looks gorgeous. 
I thought it looked great. Yeah, visually it was. It, it looks so good. It looks so fucking beautiful. Yeah, it looks like it looks every, like the games look like now, which is every scary. frame is an Easter egg. There is either a piece of music being played, or a character, or a reference to a building or a backdrop. There is every frame has a reference in it, which I guess it's easy to do when you're the Mario franchise and you have like 40, 50 years of like games and television, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, they really just filled like all the sets up with that kind of stuff, which was really nice. That's fun. I like being able to point to stuff um, and go, I know what that is, or I've seen that before. Now, what do you think about the plot on its own? Uh, like, let's take away the reference. Let's take away the soundtrack. Make a wet fart noise about it. That was. I don't know. <laughs> I was, really? I like. I enjoyed the aesthetics of this movie, but I was not super like captivated by it. It seemed like I don't know. I mean, yeah, I thought it was thought it was fine. There's a lot of stuff that just like happens because it has to happen, right? And, Such like, as, basically. um, I don't know. So like. Mario shows up at the castle out of nowhere, being chased by all those guards. Um, and then him and Peach right. are just like best pals immediately for kind of no reason. Then they there's a there's a just a few moments where they just sort of like announce that the scene is going to change and the scenery is going to change, but like didn't seem like there was a huge reason for that to be happening in the moment. Sure. And, um, this is the first kids movie I've seen in a while, by the way. Other than like the Lion King, like or right? Oh yeah, this was definitely this definitely felt like a. I was just like, this is maybe this. This is, is a kids what kids it, movies are like now. Like I haven't seen right. I haven't seen an anime like aside from the Lion's King remake. Uh, I haven't watched like a new non Disney like kids thing in forever. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't, I stay away from this stuff typically. So it's it was like, it's like it's, <laughs> <laughs> I also immediately had my like, my hackles were up because the first thing you see putting this movie on is a minion. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Are you um, not a fan of the minions? I haven't seen any of the movies that they're from. I know them mostly from the wine mom memes at this point. Um, but I saw I the first Despicable Me. Mm-hmm. I saw the first Despicable Me with Jorge because Jorge took the kids to see it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I just you know I was like, yeah, I'll go see the movie with you guys. Um, so went to see Despicable Me, and honestly, I enjoyed that one. Haven't seen two, three. Don't know anything of the Minions other than that, but Despicable Me was good. Okay. Maybe Despicable Me was the last kids movie. Like I saw, like the last new like kids movie. Hmm. That was like when was that? Like ten years ago? Fifteen years ago? I don't know. No idea. Ten years ago? Something. Um. Yeah. So this Mario movie, uh, it starts out in Brooklyn with the Mario rap. Yeah, and I if you call that the... phone number, Luigi picks up and he tells you to go to the website. Oh, oh, good—they're doing AR stuff. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, you know, they're down and work uh, out of plum. Uh, they're down and out of work plumbers. Uh, they struck out on their own. Um, they're living at home with all their uh, a family. And there's a Bob Hoskins Papa Mario reference. There's a Bob Hoskins reference. Mario's dad looks exactly like Bob Hoskins did in the Mario movie. Really? I thought he's got like way yeah, more has... hair than him. No. It's absolutely supposed to be Bob Hoskins. I would be shocked. If I found out that it wasn't Bob Ho- like a Bob Hoskins reference, I would oh, be so shocked. It's like a thing you read. It's just a... Okay. This is a theory that I have. Okay. Yeah, because I watched the movies back to back and they didn't strike me as like double gangers or anything. Which... But knowing is how, like, again, knowing how much uh, Easter eggs and shit they put everywhere, Mario, that would not surprise Mario me. Mario hate or Nintendo hates, like, the, <laughs> the Bob Hoskins Mario. I don't think they'd want to bring that back. I mean, he's, he's definitely a, a balding guy. Um, I don't know. Maybe they still, I'm looking at a picture now. They don't look that similar to me. Well, I think so. Okay. I think they put it. Keep your conspiracy theories. Then. Um. So uh, there's like a leak. Manhattan, Mario and Luigi go to save the day. I do really like they the end scene up... where they're uh, the bathroom scene is very fun and like classic like Looney Tunes style animation stuff going. Oh, on. with the, the 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 revenge dog. Yeah, or just them in the bathroom where, like, the leak springs, they plug it, then another leak springs out of somewhere weird, they plug that, and then another leak springs out of somewhere weird, they plug that, and so on and so on. It's very fun. Right. Yeah, um, you know, I had fun watching it. Uh, I don't think I'll ever revisit it, though. Um, yeah, I thought it would, like, the aesthetics were very pleasing. I have no desire to watch it again. And I was kind of... So... Kind of meh. A lot of the time. Bowser has stolen the superstar, and he is going to marry Princess Peach to dominate the rest of the world. And if she refuses, he's just going to use the superstar to destroy Destroy everything. And he really loves Peach. And uh, there are two or three songs about it. Yeah, Jack Black Um, Peaches, 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 Peaches. Yeah. Um... You know, and Mario and Luigi find this green pipe in the like a sub basement of Manhattan sewer system or Brooklyn sewer system, and they uh, they get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom or whatever. And yeah. Luigi and Mario get separated, and Mar- Luigi comes across some dry bones and some shy guys, and he gets taken away to yeah. Koopa. Lu- Luigi gets and... instead of Princess Peach, which I believe. Right. Probably a very deliberate decision. There was actually, I found out, uh, totally unrelated, but I found out about what sounds like, or found out about a terrible website called Worth It or Woke, I think was the name of it. And it's just a movie, what? it's just a movie review site that says, is this movie woke or not? And uh, <laughs> What's it called? Worth It or Woke? Yeah. Uh, it's a Three ter- ways to support us. Oppenheimer. As a bit indulgent, pretentious... Oh my god, what is this? It's a very terrible website, but they, they gave Mario... <laughs> they gave the new Mario a rating of partially woke, and I have to believe that's almost inten- almost 100% because of Peach being, like, 
speech. A badass. Well, not being kidnapped, right? She's capable. Like, yeah, she's doing like, like kung fu and stuff. And I think they they had Luigi get damseled instead of her pretty deliberately. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Non woke role models, men worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is fucking garbage, dude. Yeah, I do think it what might be fun to incorporate that fucking... more, though. Cracks me, cracks, me the, cracks me the fuck up. Such, such the most garbage. fragile, whiny man bullshit in that whole website. It's great. Are you there yet, God? It's me, Margaret. Movies, non-woke. Role models, women. Oh, yeah. So, like, if a movie is, like, just, like, straight conservative Christian ideology, that's definitely not woke. That's all good. Um, if it's movies about how doing war is cool, that's not woke. Unless there's women in the military, then that's like partially woke. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you get it. This is a fucking garbage. You, I, I, we might have to go back and bl- and blip out the name of the website. I don't want people finding this. I think it's pretty funny. I think we should incorporate the wokeness is... ratings into future into future things. Woke, wokeish, non woke. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm for that. I'm for that. <laughs> What a fucking pun- who runs that site? Fucking know. is it incorporated by the Daily Mail? What kind Probably of like trash is that? Or something. <laughs> fucking Gavin McGinnis doing movie reviews. The guy who made the the Nazi campaign video for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> um, <Anyway>. So yeah, <laughs> so uh, Bowser has found the superstar and Peach. Uh, is like, I'm going to go get a Kong army from Cranky Kong, and I'm going to, like, you know, we're going to we're gonna fight this thing. And Mario shows up at the castle, and he meets Toad, and Toad is, like, really... Toad is down for war. Like, he is just ready yeah. to go. <laughs> ready to, really like, Keegan-Michael Key throw down. a fun to- Toad voice in this, too. Well, yeah, I-, I like Keegan... I like... I thought the Toad portrayal. Keegan Michael Key is definitely a high point. Like as far as performance goes, I really like Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Um, I really like Anya Taylor Joy too as Peach. I really liked her Peach. Yeah, she was pretty. She like was just doing like her own voice, but I also don't know what the Peach voice would have been without it being like super grating. I'm not sure. I like the way they made Peach too. Like I thought she was cool. Her heart shaped bang. The. <laughs> Bowser like specifically taking notes. Um the uh I mean so okay. Every every shot in this movie, every frame is a reference. Uh every piece of Mario music that has ever existed is in this movie at some point. Yeah, the, and the we even get like really two fun. or three Yeah, we even get like we get A C D C we get aha. Yeah, I didn't like um, I didn't like the non-original score part. <laughs> felt very pandering. Yeah, I was, like, I, I, I was like, this is only for the parents who were forced to take their kids to see this movie, I think. Correct. <laughs> like, what was it? Was it Funky Kong? As he's like, listen, like he throws on his shades and he starts, he puts on Aha. Or oh, Aha yeah. starts playing as yeah, they're doing like their Mario, like DK racing. Yeah. yeah. And they also have like a DK racing segment. There's a Mario Kart segment. Even on there's an entire Rainbow Road segment that's you can't miss it because yeah, it lasts like, way too long. It's very long, and also it's weird seeing these like hyper realistic looking explosions happening 
in a universe where that's sure. not really a thing you see too often. Um, but then I'm like, wait, did all those Kongs just die? They fell into space, right? Like, what's going on there, guys? Well, they we fell never, into the never, ocean. We never engaged with that. Oh, that they were just over the ocean. That's right. I mean, there were, some people had to die in that explosion, right? I mean, maybe cartoon logic, Oh, dude, it's an know. explosion. People are dying. We just never engaged with it <laughs> like, too much, but it's, the explosions are so right. big. And like when the blue shell, the blue shell being like basically a WMD was very funny to me. Um, <laughs> It was a WMD, which if you play Mario Kart, of course it is, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't um, blow up the whole track. It just really ruins. It your, doesn't blow up the whole really track. Yeah. Ruins your placement. Um, so, yeah, Mario is on his quest to save his brother, and Luigi is basically kept in a cage being tormented by the cutest little fucking star on yeah, the planet. It's a Lumo, I think is the name of those things. They're yeah, from, they're from Galaxy. That um, thing cracked me. I laughed every time it spoke. Yeah, and then having the other cage like, being like, "Come on, come." Yeah, like, <laughs> funny. yeah, it's like the little baby uh, saying Dadaist, like depressing nonsense. <laughs> yeah, like really soul crushing. Just got done reading, and it's genuinely full of ennui, but said really simply. <laughs> It's really like it gets really bummed out too when it gets saved near the end. Yeah, it gets really bummed out. Um, so Mario is on his quest to save Luigi. Peach is on her quest to save the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Mario, uh, Peach has agreed to take Mario only if Mario can pass his training, which is basically just him running through a Mario level. Yeah. Yeah. They found some in-universe, uh, like, just all the transportation is fucked up and weird in the Mushroom Kingdom, and you have to be really good at platforming. Everyone right. does. Um, they, Peach explains power-ups to Mario, oh, yeah. uh, and then, you know, they get, to the, they get to the Jungle Kingdom, and Mario has to fight DK on a Smash Bros. stage. Yep. Um. Yeah, and then you know, from there, uh, after Mario wins, he gets the cat suit and he fucks up DK. Yeah, and well, he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. And you right? see the little down B attack in there with the cat suit works mostly like it does in the yeah. games. Scratches the hell out of him. It's great. Gets the Tanuki suit a little later too. He does. Um. um yeah, yeah like, and, you know, there. it's it's uh, there's a whole like fight scene, and then Bowser, they all get brought back into Manhattan, and again, everyone is like not shocked at all by this, um, and, and uh, you know, they save the day, uh, they shrink Bowser down and keep him in a cage where he can still play his piano and uh, lust over Peach, Pretty um. Bad. What? That they keep him in a cage or that he still lusts for Peach? Uh, the, I don't think there's going to be like a parole board he can appeal to. I feel like he's just stuck in that cage forever. But... Oh, you, like, I mean, if he gets out of the cage, though. Yeah. Like. You got a tiny little sex pest like, on your hands if he gets out of there. What what, what Pot got? Like, Pot got house arrest, right? I don't. 
no. like we can't have dictators running amok. You know, no, like they correct. they in, no. I'm just saying I don't think Bowser. Look, I don't think Bowser should get a parole board. We know just, what he does. We know just, like <laughs> it's just strange to me because in this universe, like in the Mario universe, these people are all gonna go and play board games after this, like big interactive <laughs> board games. You know. <laughs> If that is the next step. Like, Bowser's going to be there um, with Donkey Kong, and Link is going to show up, too. And they're just going to race go-karts around. <laughs> Play tennis and golf. And big, <laughs> weird interactive board games. Um, now, going back a little bit... uh. Do you know who Tara Strong is? Uh, I know that name. I feel like I should know who they are. They, are they a voice actor? She is a voice actress. For like a she lot of video cr- game stuff, right? And cartoons. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's been in the business for 30 years, like 30, 40 years. Um, she criticized the casting uh, and expressed a preference uh, for... Um, who did she uh, want to voice Mario? Um, Charles Man. Uh, Charles Manson. Marnet. Wild Marnet? What? No, Charles <laughs> Martinetti. Charles Martinet. Uh, he apparently was a voice of Mario um, in previous aspects. Mm. Uh, so Tara Strong criticized the casting of Chris Pratt saying that uh, for us, it made total sense. He's really good at playing a blue-collar hero with a ton of heart for the way that Mario characterized the film. However, uh, it just shows that there's a disregard for professional voice actors in the modern industry. Hey, yeah. So, and it's, you know... I defer to Strong here, voice acting professional, that I, yeah. And I, I, I know I butchered... Uh, that man's name, and I apologize. Uh, I don't know. Just want to apologize for that. Um, so, and you know, this uh, it, it's a, it's a fun movie. I had fun watching it. Uh, I'm not ever going to revisit it, but you know, it's it's a fucking kids movie about Mario. He's him and Peach save the day. The brothers Mario get the superstar, and they beat the shit out of Koopa. Um, there's like references and one-liners and One music one thing I really appreciate is the when they go to look at maps of the kingdom, like the first one they pull up is like a newer three D one and then Koopa has Oh sure. The like the Super Mario World style like two D one but done in the exact same art. There's like lots of little touches like that that are very nice. Like the the peop- the animation studio, like hats off to them. They really killed it. Yeah. And like the way that Mario moves looks fantastic. They do some really cool transitions from like 3D to like 2D side scrolling that works. That uh, that way. opening yeah, with Mario and Luigi running, yeah, yeah that, that looks so good. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really great. Um, so yeah, I, I it was just uh, you know I had fun watching it. Um, I enjoyed it, but I'm never gonna watch it again. Yeah, I wasn't like blown out of the water. I was like, it was very very nice to look at. Um, and then when like the sort of iconic like Mario soundtrack bits happen in the score, I'm like, oh, I recognize this. That's nice too. It's touching all my nostalgia buttons. Um, 
but yeah, the sort of the meat of the movie, I was not. I was just kind of like, all right. I mean, it, it, just you know, it, it, it's Mario. They look like Mario. It's a Mario plot. It looks like a Mario game. Check, check, check. I don't expect much from Mario. As like, it's a, it's a, it's a hamburger or it's a, a cheeseburger. It's not complicated, but it's really easy to mess up. As long as you stick to the classic formula and don't reinvent the wheel, it's going to be at least tolerable. And that's what this Mario Brothers movie was. Like, they stuck to I the script. I wouldn't, they didn't deviate. It's fine. I, I haven't read anything about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo was also super uh, controlling in terms of, like, what the script was going to be allowed to be. I think they're sure. sort of at a point now where they don't want... Well... I don't know. Maybe not at a point now. I think they're they generally don't want people taking risks with their IP or like doing. Stuff I mean, that's like way look off what happened there. to the Link stuff, right? The Legend that's, of Zelda cartoon. Yeah, that's apparently why they haven't done any. Why they didn't do any <laughs> more like film and television adaptations for twenty years or so, like because that went so poorly. Right. Um. Now. There are. Did you stick around after the credits? Did you skip through and see the ending? I definitely watched the after credit scene. I don't remember what it was now, though. Uh, it's the Yoshi egg going oh, to crack. Right. Yeah. I don't think. I'll be and did you hang movie. out after the credits? Did you hang out in the credits after the original Mario? Uh, I don't think so. Does that have the same thing? There are two Japanese businessmen. Who go in and they go, oh, uh, hello, we are very much interested in turning your story into a game. Do you have an idea for it? And the camera spins, and it's Iggy and Spike. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, what about the incredible Koopa Cousins? Great. That's classic, classic stuff. I love it. Classic. Um, So... In February of 2022, Day expressed interest in reprising his role in a, Luigi Man- in a Luigi's Mansion film. Um, Rogan expressed interest in Donkey Kong Country, forming the basis of future works. And later that same month, Anya Taylor-Joy was in the talks of a Princess, uh, Princess Peach spin-off movie. I really don't want a mushroom <laughs> Mario universe. universe. Yeah. That sounds bad. It looks, I mean, hey, man, this made, it's the 15th highest grossing well, movie of all time. I understand I that. think we're getting a Mario universe, sadly. Probably. <laughs> I think that's uh, what it means. But well, we won't be there for it, because we have no of, reason to cover them. Lots of kids' movies, I guess. Good for the kiddos, if they're having them fun. I don't know. Um, so when it comes to Mario, Alex, uh, are you going to reboot, or are you going to deboot? I don't really know what that means in this context. I'll play the next Mario game that comes out if there's another like 3D one. I really enjoy those. Um, I don't want Mario as a franchise to go away. I don't want to watch any more of these movies, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> luckily, the movies we won't have to because we don't. There's no, that's the remake. You know, we're not going to keep doing all of them. So. Uh, well, we might do Donkey Kong because there was that animated, there was that CGI one in the nineties. Yeah, I don't. And and you know, we, there's also like, the there's Donkey also like Sonic. Sure, that's not a, like well, Sonic has the two movies with Jim Carrey, and then. Okay. Well, I'm just saying in general. These that are other sports. kids' movies that. 
John Ralphio. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Um, so yeah, Mario, you're gonna reboot or deboot? Uh, I don't know, deboot. I guess I don't want to watch more of these. I don't think, but they're coming. Um, they're coming. I'm gonna Stop say like dry bones, and they reform and keep on shambling. I'm gonna say when it comes to the Mario movies. Uh, just make them into video games. Just make them into playable video games. Uh, deboot to change platform. Make them video games. Don't make them movies. Make them video games. Push that game. Wahoo. Um, All right. Yeah, wahoo! Uh, do you have any final words for our audience this week? Uh, I don't know. Watch a Bob Hoskins thing. You know, he's fantastic. Doesn't have to be this. Could be Hook. He's really good in that too. Or Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Classic. Or The Wall. Yeah. Oh, really? He's in the Pink Floyd movie? Man, good for him. Mm-hmm. Like the Pink Floyd The Wall? He's in that too? Yeah, yeah. He's also in Jet Li's uh, Animal. Sick. All right, yeah. Lots of options. <laughs> Um, yeah, we will see you guys next. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. You should be in school. Well, we better get going. I wonder, will we ever see each other again? Who knows? God willing, we'll all meet again in Spaceballs too, to search for more money.